0: Another powerful government department is the latest to review its relationship with PwC as the scandal over its confidentiality breaches continues to escalate. The Department of Industry has asked PwC for assurances... That is, it has been acting ethically after revelations it exploited secret tax information to attract lucrative clients rather than protecting taxpayers from tax avoidance schemes. PwC isn't the only company under fire with the mining giant BHP admitting to massive worker underpayments. Our senior business correspondent Peter Ryan is covering the PwC scandal and we spoke earlier. Peter, it seems PwC is lurching from crisis to crisis every day. What are we learning about the firm's links to all levels of government?
1: Well, Rachel, the Department of Industry, Science and Resources is one of the many, indeed, most government bodies that use PwC for a range of services, ranging from consulting advice to the outsourcing of work. In Senate estimates, which has elicited so much information in recent days about the reach of PwC, we've learned that the firm has five live contracts with the Department of Industry, though some of them are about to conclude. We've also learned, though, that PwC can still tender for departmental work, even though guidance on confidentiality has been tightened up after the 2015 tax leak saw secret briefings to PwC on new tax avoidance plans shared with as many as 50 PwC partners. This morning the heat was on the Department of Industry Secretary, Megan Quinn who was grilled on the PwC links by the Green Senator Penny Alban payne
2: Are you still prepared to engage PwC as a consultant to your department? We we do have uh, existing contracts with PwC uh, that are currently uh, live. We have taken steps to assure ourselves or to seek assurance from PwC about uh, the protection of our information, the confidentiality clauses of which all of our uh, contracts with them have. Um, and we are reviewing our engagement with PwC. So it is possible that at this point in time, PwC could get new contracts going forward? Uh, So we we, we source all of our procurements through panel arrangements and through Mm -hmm. competitive processes, uh, and um, they, they are open to be part of that process. That's
0: Department of Industry Secretary Megan Quinn there, You've been busy with PwC, but in the background, there's been big news away from Senate estimates with the mining giant BHP admitting to worker underpayments. How significant is that?
1: Well, Rachel, that's right. BHP is the latest Australian company to admit to underpaying its workers. In the past, we've had Woolworths, Qantas, the Commonwealth Bank and, for full disclosure, the ABC, all taken to task by the Fair Work Ombudsman. BHP says it self-reported these underpayments to the watchdog, rather than being called out. In the case of BHP, the world's biggest miner has admitted to underpaying around 28,500 staff in Australia, where certain rostered workers had leave incorrectly deducted going back to 2010. It's an expensive error for BHP, which will now have to fork out around 280 million US dollars to pay their workers back. It's a sensitive legal and moral issue, given that there are So many cases of underpayments, but BHP's Australian President Geraldine Slattery has apologised saying we're sorry in a statement to the ASX and has told current and former employees of BHP it's simply not good enough.
0: So they might be saying sorry and it's not good enough, but how has the federal government reacted given yet more evidence of of underpayment?
1: Well, the Workplace Relations Minister, Tony Burke, has given BHP a slap in a statement. He said that only last week BHP was saying their employment practices were impeccable and the federal government didn't need to close any loopholes in employment law to protect wages. But Tony Burke says that's clearly not true and companies need to do better to make sure their workers are properly paid. And all of this comes ahead of the Fair Work Commission's annual wage review out tomorrow, where economists expect it will award a nominal increase in the national minimum wage in line with headline inflation.
0: That's Peter Ryan, the ABC's senior business correspondent.